Welcome to Rendezvous with your Shahan, the podcast for the everyday hustler. Here, we talk to experienced people from all walks of life and ask them about their fields and how youngsters and students can prepare themselves for the world. Watch and learn about how to become the best possible version of yourself and elevate your life to a whole another level. Enjoy. What's going on guys? Welcome to the video. So for the second episode of In Conversation with Yash Chauhan, we have with us Major Muhammad Ali Shah. Now for those of you guys who do not know him, Major so is a war veteran. He's an IIM Calcutta graduate. He's an actor who has starred in various movies with the likes of Heather, Bajrangi Bhaijaan and many more. And other than that, he's also a very good speaker. In fact, so has the world record for the most number of TEDx talks given in one year and he has spoken on various platforms is and is one of india's top speakers today now in this interview i talked to so regarding a lot of things but the main topics that we covered were how to get better at public speaking now so's personal story goes something like this that he was a kid who was very introverted who was not good at public speaking but he got there through practice and effort and he tells us exactly how you can do that too how you can put in the work and the effort and become an excellent speaker just like he is other than that i also talked to him about the transitions through his different roles and how he adapted from the change in careers which were quite drastic like moving on from being an actor to becoming a speaker or from being an army officer to going to a top notch b school so in this conversation we talked about all his changes all his transitions and at the very end we also talk about how someone can become a paid professional speaker so if that's something that you want to try out stick along for that and we also talked about the current india china situation in which sir is a considerable expert given the fact that he has been serving at the borders himself for quite a long time now So if that sounds interesting any of that is something you know that you really want to get to know better then feel free to watch this whole video or audio wherever you're listening if you have not subscribed do consider subscribing to the podcast or to the YouTube channel again wherever you're listening or watching this and make sure to you know just stick along for the ride all of this content is free it's just for you guys so definitely you should make sure that you use it to the best possible amount And that's it for today guys. Enjoy this episode of In Conversation with Yash Chauhan. What's good you guys? So today we have with us the one and only Major Muhammad Ali Shah. For those of you who uh, for those of you guys who don't know him, he is a war veteran, he's an actor, he's a motivational speaker. He has done everything you can expect in his life. He's also an IIM graduate and it's it's an honor to have him on the show today. Thanks a lot for being a part of the podcast so it means a lot to me. Thank you for having me over Yash. So uh let's begin uh by getting to know you. So could you please tell the audience a bit about yourself who you are where you're from? Sure Yash. I grew up in a boarding school. My father was in the army. So that's the best way to raise an army brat because after every 2 years or so you would keep getting posted up. So I went to one of the best schools of the country I would call it Lawrence School Lovedale. Went to one of the best colleges in the in India I would say to Ferguson College Pune. Came to Delhi worked at the call center Genpact G Capital International Services. Joined the army the short service commission for 5 years was deployed at the Indo-Pak border at the line of control for 2 years. Went to the northeast Did an ADC tenure, which is supposed to be a very uh, prestigious tenure. Then I went to the Assam Rifles on deputation to the paramilitary. That is, led the Assam Rifles marching contingent at Rajput, New Delhi. Was awarded a commendation card for exceptional and meritorious service to the nation on 15th August 2007. On 26 January 2008, I led the contingent. I got through IIM Calcutta. I went and studied management at IIM Calcutta. Got placed on campus. I worked in the corporate sector. Worked in this company for four years, where I was placed. Thereafter, I switched over to Mahindra and Mahindra for about a year. 
thereafter i got a film offer from vishal bhardwaj there was a film he was making in kashmir called heather which ended Definitely. up winning five national awards so i acted in heather with a very different get up of course thereafter i became a part of the team of bajrangi bhaijan which again got a national award and then my my journey into the film industry started and i kept doing theater i kept doing plays all this while which i had been doing earlier as well i won mr pune talent in the year 1999 which i don't think i was really deserving of but i think god was just kind to me i happened to win it last year 2019 i got my first invitation to speak on a tedx platform so i spoke at the tedx event i wasn't really deserving of it i don't know how it happened something i said there which connected with everyone perhaps which resonated with all the audience and they ended up giving me three standing ovations during the talk the talk wasn't over and they were standing up in respect for me and through word of mouth it went on in the tedx circles and then a week after that i got another invitation to speak on a tedx platform from hyderabad a college in a very prestigious college in hyderabad invited me over after about 20 days on the tedx event invitation from raipur and so on it and so forth it kept going on became then came a, a time that in cycle that's right then came a time there was not a single tedx event happening in india in a country and i had I not received an invitation for that it didn't happen every single talk in india thereafter it came a time when i was invited right and haven't given 16 tedx talks from that day from my first talk to giving international tedx talks out in india as well to going out and speaking to doing i mean it's become it's been a great journey last year 2019 once again i was invited to the prestigious cambridge university to come and give a deliver a talk over there but unfortunately at that same time i was working on a film which has been produced by priyanka chopra called the broken window and i couldn't really go to cambridge so they asked me they said no problem at all would you mind doing a webinar for us first time i heard the phrase webinar the word webinar i had heard what a seminar meant but i had no clue what a webinar means so i asked them what does a webinar mean it's very simple i mean you just download the app from your google play and we will send you the link just log into the link and you will be connected to us through video conferencing virtually now i had a terrible mental block to technology i did not know how to handle all these apps and all for the sake of it so i couldn't do it and i left it there imagine for a silly mental block to technology losing out on giving a talk at the cambridge university anyhow now when this pandemic started and the whole news of corona virus started taking off around march this year and when the lockdown started i was to go abroad at that time to deliver talks and a lot of talks of mine started getting cancelled back to back and i realized that there's no way out either i cash mad and cry and say oh god i'll wait for this pandemic to get over for me to restart my life or don't wait for things to happen to you make things happen i downloaded all these apps google meet webex zoom you name the app i said downloading them one by one and you know what happened after that what two hours after i downloaded this app i was on paid webinars back to back back to back day night day night and as they say sky is the limit definitely so totally agree with that so so like you said see, you on have one hand yes sir yes on one hand we malls cinema halls theaters restaurants shops markets companies were closing down they were contemplating of dehiring their employees at the same time i also know of companies which were not just making profit but were making multifold profits 
Definitely. such as Zoom, WebEx, Google Meet, Google Duo, the WhatsApp video calling, which had a maximum of four participants, extended it to eight participants. StreamYard, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, you name the as these apps, they were making profits. So oh, I learned yes, in sir. school when the going gets tough, the okay, tough gets going, right? Yes, sir. But here I coined this phrase, I came up with a new idea. When the going gets tough, the tough get online. Nice. So I went online and let me tell you from that day till now, that experience has not stopped. The amount of business, revenue, income that I generated in these last three months, I had not imagined that would happen. Makes sense. Sir. But that's not important. That's not important at all. What is actually important is because I could bring myself to a phase, to a position. As Lama Iqbal once said, Khudhi ko kar buland itna ke har takhdeer se pehle khuda bande se khud puche. Bata. Teri raza kya hai? So I could come to a position where I could actually help the underprivileged people, the daily wage earners, the stray animals, people who are dependent on us who need a help, who couldn't do without us. So I did that. So I see when I was in the army, I served my country, I served my nation by putting my life at stake on several locations, safeguarding our national frontiers in the states of Jammu and Kashmir and Northeast. And today, as a motivational speaker, I am being able to contribute and help humanity as a whole. Not just with my talks. Talks, spreading positivity and motivating people, yes. But also by being able to help the daily vaginas and the underprivileged. So I feel very privileged to do that. Thank you very much. Makes sense, sir. So, so there has been a huge transition, you know, uh, there have been various transitions in your life. You started out with the army, you moved on to management, then you went to acting, and now you're a motivational speaker. So we, we hear all the time that change is the only constant. So like, how do you manage to shift from a profession, which is like, you know, let's say it's army. So army is something, you know, where you're very disciplined, where you stick by a set of rules to becoming an actor where you explore things, where you become a creative. So how do you manage all those transitions from one phase, which is totally different to another? <coughs> See, William Shakespeare once said, all the world's a stage and all the actors merely players. They have their entrances and exits. Which means in this world, all of us are actors. We all are having a specific roles and parts to play. A doctor would be playing the role of a doctor. An army officer will be playing the role of an army officer. A CEO of a company would be playing the role of a CEO of a company. So it's very simple. It's, uh, and I believe in experimenting. I believe in taking risks. I'm a risk taker. I believe in trying everything in life. I believe you only live once. Definitely, sir. Totally agree with that. And what is education at the end of the day? Reading books, studying which is very important, no doubt, but experience is a real education. If you've experienced something in your life, you will never forget it. But if you, if you have yeah. marked up something theoretically, you'll forget. Makes and sense. it was not something that I planned actually to do, that I will see various aspects of life. I took life the way it came. And only and good things happened to me. Touch wood, by the grace of God. Touch wood. I thought well. And each time I would do something, something better or bigger would come up. And a lot of things appeal to me. I'm an energetic workaholic. It's not that I get bored of things. No. I didn't leave something because I got bored of it. I didn't leave anything, in fact. I continued with that. And I just took a step deep further. For example, before you're in the army, I was with Genpak, the center, the protector. I was doing theater, I used to model. I didn't give it, give all that. I took a sabbatical, joined the army. I, after the army, I went back and completed what I had left behind. 
and life comes around a big circle, a full circle completely. So it's okay. a thoughts, a manifestation of a thought. They'll all come true. I always thought well, so good things happen to me. Makes sense. Today I feel privileged when my name comes across, comes among the topmost motivational speakers of the country. It is like a big privilege and an honor. I feel good. I, I feel at least in some field. कहीं तो भैया नाम कमाया इस निकम्मे लड़के ने सर डेफिनेटली सो सो दिस इज वन थिंग आई वुड लाइक टू आस्क सो बेसिकली व्हेन यू आर अबाउट टू यू नो सेट अप दिस कन्वर्सेशन आई डिसाइडेड दैट देयर वर टू थिंग्स आई वुड लाइक टू लर्न फ्रॉम यू एंड आई वुड आल्सो वांट माय ऑडियंस टू लर्न द सेम फ्रॉम यू द फर्स्ट थिंग वाज डेफिनेटली अबाउट पब्लिक स्पीकिंग हाउ वन कैन बिकम अ बेटर पब्लिक स्पीकर व्हाट आर द स्किल्स यू कैन होन इन ऑन टू मेक श्योर दैट यू नो Two three years down the line, you're very good at it, or at least better than what you are right now. And secondly, how one can become disciplined because all the things that you have achieved in your life, you need to have sheer hard discipline to achieve all that in your life. Because you know motivation isn't always there. You need to have the discipline to follow through. So first, let's talk about the public speaking part. So, so the first question I would like to ask you is that what failures did you go through when you started public speaking? and how did you reach where you are right now where you where where you know currently you are one of the highest paid speakers of the country and you are so well known and you have given so many ted talks so what was the you know journey from being a person who could not speak up to being one of the best in the field yes this is a story of a real life story of a small little boy who was in a boarding school away from his parents very underconfident very shy timid introverted constantly living in self doubts not faring well in academics not faring well in sports not getting a chance i've not say not faring well but not getting a chance to take part in extracurriculars where the interest lies finally he does get a chance <laughs> and this small little boy used to list stammer stutter couldn't speak a single sentence straight wasn't fluent each time it was the name the smallest name in the world perhaps three letter word that name he couldn't pronounce straight people would ask him his name he couldn't he couldn't give the name straight who went on stage the first time and do you know what happened come on come together all of you i'll tell you all of you all of you are listening to me right now come closer come on come on come on if you want to know the secret ah uh, yeah that's better that little boy when on stage and forgot his lines <laughs> as if he was unsure <laughs> forgetting his lines was like the jackpot that's the final nail that's all he needed everyone made fun of him he cried and cried and cried and cried but crying is not a solution so he worked on himself to such an extent worked so hard that very night I, that boy still remembers he took his english reader went sat before a mirror put a pencil in his mouth if you put a pencil it's like you know creating a load for yourself you remove the pencil and you speak you'll be very fluent then like running with a load you remove the load you'll be flying So he rolled the pencil, and he went through the English reader at least more than ten times. The next class was English, and the shy, introverted, timid boy who would never speak in class. When the teacher asked, "Who will read?" Very enthusiastically, he lifted his hand. "Yes, sir, I will read." And the whole class shocked, surprised. They all turned back and looked. Ah, <laughs> this idiot. This clown, this joker is going to read. This boy couldn't pronounce his name straight. He's going to read. Read. <laughs> What a joker of the century! Let's hear him. See, there's a difference when you read something, when you memorize something, and when you speak something. Like right now, we are speaking. So when he had read it so many times, he had almost memorized it, and he was obviously very fluent in it. So when he started reading it fluently. He managed to surprise everyone, and at the end of it, everyone clapped. Everyone clapped. 
when nobody wanted to be friends with this boy, everyone clapped for him. In the tea break, everyone came there offering the tiffins, biscuits, buns, tea. Oh, you are so good. They shook hands with him. They hugged him. Everyone became his friend. He took part in the next elocution competition, thinking, "Okay, this time I'll win a prize. I'll win a bronze bronze prize, a third number, third number three position." Did very well. Received a standing ovation there. But when the result was announced, his name was being called out in the third position. Doesn't matter. He thought maybe I'll get the second prize, even better. So when the second prize result was being announced, he got ready. All set. He was sitting down, slouching. He got up. Okay, all set. Now my name is going to come. But when the second prize was announced, his name wasn't called out. Now first prize, forget it. Let's no no point talking about it because they are school heroes. They are people who have been getting the prize earlier as well. So he stands no chance. But when the first prize was announced, and the first prize goes to Muhammad Ali Shah, I am the little boy who is very shy, introverted, timid, underconfident. I was like, wow, wow, unexpected. I didn't believe myself. I haven't got the first prize. There was no looking back thereafter. Every single elocution competition, I got the first prize. I won the best actor, the best debater, best declamation, best elocution. You name it, and I won it all. Thereafter, I went to Pune to my to do my graduation. I won the Mr. Pune Talent competition. Wow! Thereafter, last year I came on TEDx, and today I hold a hold a world record for having been invited by TEDx, the maximum time in the world of the history of TEDx, which has been totally unprecedented. Now, how did that happen? A lot of perseverance, courage, toil, hard work, burning the midnight oil, the never given attitude, working on myself, being a constant learner, competing, not with anybody else. Now. Only with my own self, and trying to work on myself and improving by the minute, by the hour, by the day. So in this sense. pandemic, I mean, also when I am giving webinar after webinars, okay, I ask you a simple question. In this pandemic, we know a lot of people who are doing webinars, free webinars. The part of okay, so uh, so the next question that I would like to ask you is that uh, you said right now that you know you always maintain a positive and an optimistic attitude about everything. So how do you manage to do that considering the fact that right now there is so much negativity going around? Well, you have to just accept this entire thing, what the entire atmosphere, which people are calling neg negativity. As the new normal, when you accept this as the new normal and you make friends with it, you learn to become cheerful. And as they say, laughter is the best medicine. If you stress over it, tell me one thing: there's no vaccination till now; it has come. There's no antidote to it. Definitely. So, if we stress over it, would we be able to control the situation? No, no, right. But we can certainly control our own selves. We can have a control, a hold over our emotions. So when we hold, Adhani, have a control over ourselves, and I mean positive and spread positivity, it boomerangs and comes back to you in multi-fold return. Remain cheerful, must row. Take precautions, yes. Take precautions. Pray to God. As it said in Arabic, tie your camel first, and then leave the rest to God. But to, for leaving the rest to God, you have to tie your camel first. Makes sense. So now, I, as a motivational speaker, I realize 
in this pandemic when as people perceive it as a lot of negativity is going around if i can help by spreading positivity the most gratifying feeling and in turn the positivity comes back to me only so if i am giving out my my positive energies i am getting back multifold positive energies in return as mr brian describes the more you give multifold you get back in return it's as simple as that yes makes sense so that's great sir that's a great attitude to have especially you know like there are so many people who are stressing over the situation and that's leading them nowhere and it's making them feel worse than you know they were feeling before you know overthinking about that situation and that's the reason why i recommend to so many people that start doing yourself keep yourself busy like you know learn a new skill network with other people start a youtube channel like i started my youtube channel after this pandemic hit after the lockdown that's when there's i decided couplet for you there's a sheer i would like to say to you it's yeah. for you dedicated to you definitely it's a majru sultan puri majru sultan puri ne bhi khub kaha main to akele hi chala tha janab mein manzil main to akele hi chala tha janab mein manzil magar log saath aate gaye aur karwa banta gaya wow right yes definitely that's that's so well said sir thanks a lot for that sir that means a lot uh, so uh, so other than that now moving on to the discipline part but before we move on to the discipline part i just have one last question if there was one thing you could tell yourself when you started public speaking and you weren't so good what would that be because i know the feeling that you have felt because i have been in the same place around 5 6 years ago and i know some friends who started public speaking who went to a couple of events but they failed there they were horrible which happens to everyone in the beginning but then they left like they did not continue it any further so what would you like to say to such people who started but then they left because they failed a couple of times and they felt embarrassed so what would you like to say to such people in us i'll convey my message to them in a small poem when things go wrong as they sometimes well huh when the road you are trudging seems all uphill when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile but you have to sigh when cares pressing you down a bit rest if you must but don't you quit as you life is strange huh with its twists and turns and many of us sometimes learn and many a person turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out so don't quit do the pace slow <laughs> do when with anadlo often a stress given up when he might have captured with the up often a ghost further for a faint and faltering man so stick to the fight when your hardest hit it's when things seem worst you must not quit so be at the fight keep trying keep striving that if you feel try again that you feel try again the, you know spirit of perseverance in you know in a way that was such a great poem definitely loved it uh so so now moving on to the discipline part so moving on to the discipline part many people you know they feel they have that feeling you know i want to be motivated to do something and when they have that you know lack of motivation they think that something is wrong with them because they're not feeling motivated and what a lot of people do not realize is that it's impossible to be motivated 24/7 you need to have discipline to keep going because there will be times when you will not be motivated so how do you develop that discipline and that level of consistency to you know 
keep hitting at it even when you do not want but you know that you need just keep at it don't give up just keep at it you will automatically aap ek kadam aage badhayenge na to dusra kadam piche se apne aap aage badhega phir aage badhayenge wo kadam dusra kadam apne aap aage chalega keep going on as you know if you can't fly then run yeah if you can't run then walk if you can't walk then crawl but keep moving don't stop just keep on moving keep on moving keep on moving and you'll find yourself coming closer and closer and closer and closer towards your destination that's great sir because i'm moving on uh next question i would like to know uh that what were some of the failures that you faced in your life and how you dealt with them now you told us about the failure at the first event when you tried public speaking but what were some of the failures that made you think ki yaar ab ye to nahi hoga mere se but then you found a way to face them and then you overcame that failure or oh, too many failures yaar too many failures let's Life go over the being... let's go over the top 3 right from not being able not being selected for the debate competition in the house to not being selected to not cracking the audition for the school play to uh, forgetting my line on stage to uh, expecting to win a prize but yet not having okay. won a prize so that way too many too many too many too many and today i am a motivational speaker not because i am smarter or more talented or more intelligent than anybody else over there who is listening to me not at all i am a motivational speaker today because i have perhaps made more mistakes than anyone one of them or any one of you for that matter and because i have made so many mistakes in life i have fallen so many times in life but that didn't matter to me at all each time i fell i shot back with 10 times lightning speed why all the strength is here if you think you're beaten you are if you think you dare not you don't if you would like to win huh but think you cannot there's almost a kind you want if you think you're outclassed you are for out in the world we find success begins with the present will it's all in the state of mind life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man but sooner or later the person who wins is the one who thinks we can so i always thought that i could so i could the mind can achieve what we conceive agar aapko hota dikh raha hai wo hote hue to hoga zarur zarur hoga if to imagine it first conceptualize it and then execute it without imagining it or conceptualizing it you cannot execute it you have to have a plan in action ek goal ek laksh ek maqsad hona chahiye na aapke aage definitely abhi aap usko achieve kar payenge see if i am a good shooter but i don't have a target where to aim what the point of being a good shooter yeah i should be a good shooter and i should know where i'm aiming i will reach there aim for yeah, sky at least you'll reach the mountain top totally sir for those of you uh, who want to know where that poem was from uh, i'm pretty sure that was from napoleon hill uh, book think and grow rich and i haven't recommended it before yeah, well right person very erudite uh, yes sir so i'm just recommending it to the people listening to this uh, it's a very good book definitely read it or at least listen to the audiobook if you're not much of a reader and it's a great book and it's really helped me out and it was one of the fundamental books that i read so moving on that uh, kept aside so now last two questions for you first thing would be something which is kind of in the heat right now 
the india china issue is you know it's exceeding it's ex- escalating a lot so so what's your view on that what would what do you think is going to happen in the future and whatever happens how do you think that's going to affect the economy and how do you think it's going to affect the people who are going to be entering the workforce see i will give you a small bit of piece of history over here on 4th july 1940 in shimla one pact is signed on a very small scale map with a thick leaded pencil a line is drawn india and china now that is the macmohan line the border between india and china is of 3488 kilometers stretch so obviously since the line was drawn on a small scale map with a thick leaded pencil on ground that line is of a boundary of over 100 kilometers so obviously the indo china border the divide is not very clearly demarcated now we have chinese patrols and the patrols from the indian army patrolling that area who often come on a face to face that's the no man's land and that's sta- and see in doklam a stand off happened a couple of months back a stand off happened a few days back a stand off happened a few days before that stand off happened over there but on 16th of june the stand off that happened was like what pain see it's a matter of pride for any soldier to lay down his life for his country but what really pains me is in the manner it was fought like the stone age with clubs and stones now what is going to happen to the economy very good question the economy of the world is as it is down because of so many reasons it was as it is down on top of that the pandemic started the corona started the covid 19 so the economy suffered further now everyone is very careful in such a situation should not escalate into a war war might seem very glavery glorious to people who don't know a thing about war they keep at warriors jingoism who shout war war who have absolutely no idea what a war means ask a soldier ask a person who has been in the line of fire who's right from the front who has put his life at stake on several occasions safeguarding a motherland in the states of jammu and kashmir and northeast he will tell you what war is what battle is what action is who has seen his brothers died for his own eyes in his arms is nothing glorious about it mahatma gandhi once said an eye for an eye will make the nation blind martin luther king once said darkness cannot fight darkness only light can do that hate cannot fight hate only mm-hmm. love can do that you see i'll give an example of france and germany hmm? they were bitter enemies for centuries together but on the eve of the first world war they had a friendly football match and both the countries were back to firing at each other the next morning so soldiers at the divide at the border on the line of divide are not personal enemies but they are performing their duties in the line of duty line of fire now whole world against china I'll give you an example of the P7 countries. Mm. Mr. Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of UK, he threw the idea of why not make it P10, make that new alliance against China. In added add three more countries to the P7 countries, make it P10. Among those three countries, India would be one of them. because china is has always suffered a complex from the us being a superpower it's always been over ambitious it's always wanted to become a superpower the pandemic 
it's biological warfare. The pandemic started from, from China. And have you noticed the least amount of casualties are again from China? Yes, sir. The pandemic started from there and the least casualties are from China? Isn't something wrong? They probably, I'm not, I don't want to make loose statements, but they probably, my take, my personal take, huh? don't take it officially. I would say, you can quote me if you like, but I personally feel that China perhaps could also be having an antidote for it. I find it fishy. The pandemic starts from a certain country, but that country has the least amount of casualties. They join hands with Russia. Okay. And they are very good at, forget about biological warfare. They're very good at psychological warfare as well. One more example I'll give you. On 23rd March, Russia reported a total death count of 367 deaths in the entire country. Where the population is 1.46 million. And the country is on the epicenter of a pandemic zone of two continents, Asia and Europe. Last week, the mayor of Russia, Mr. Sergio, himself reported that the initial reporting was wrong. Hmm? On 30th March, an Arabic version of the Russia Today, the newspaper, the Daily, they reported who the Al Yom is the paper's name. It reported that America is trying to capitalize, monopolize on the global market, monetary market, industries. It's all trying to capitalize on the oil industry. There was also an opinion piece of opinion piece of NATO over there. But you know, all these things ultimately were proved wrong. One more thing I'll tell you. China, I wrote an article in day before yesterday's mint. It was the date was uh, today's what 21st on 19th March, 19th June, in the mm -hmm. mint, the front page it carried out this write-up by me, where I mentioned that China does spend four times the amount on military affairs. Their defense budget is four times as much as India's. So the perception that goes through is oh, China has a stronger military than us. But that's not true. There have been cases where these generals have actually commended the Indian Army for the skills of high altitude mountain warfare. One more thing I'd like to share with you. You know, at the Indochina border, especially towards Tibet, where the air bases are, the Chinese air bases, is they're already on an altitude, on a height, right? Yes, sir. Now, when the aircraft from there take off, they take off with only half payload of fuel. Why? Because of the altitude pressure. So they have a disadvantage there itself. And we have an advantage. So the Indian Army is far more superior or stronger than the Chinese Army in a lot of aspects. But the perception. Psychological warfare. What is psychological warfare? Psychological warfare is nothing but a planned propaganda played deliberately to affect one's emotions, behavior, attitude, and decisions. China is brilliant in, in doing all this. Now, how will it affect the economy? Coming back to your question. There has been a lot of human cry in India about banning Chinese products. Very good idea. I think it's great. But I think the whole world should unite and ban China for that matter. Chinese products. Hurt the dragon. Hit the dragon where it hurts the most. Today, you know, 58% of Indians are using Chinese mobile phones. Oppo, Vivo, and uh, I don't know what that name of the brand is. And the irony is Vivo. Okay. One of the sponsors for IPL. Now, I've been a city coordinator for IPL in the last two seasons. Last couple of years, I've been doing that. China does not even play cricket. But they're sponsoring the IPL. Isn't it funny? So they're only booming in the economy. 
the only way to bring them down is through the economy by banning the products a lot of people perceive that we cannot do without chinese products wrong wrong notion we certainly can we are too lazy to attempt we have got so dependent on that we become so soft and so used to chinese products that we do not want to settle for anything else but we feel we cannot do without them we certainly can when there is a will there is a way and we should not let that will down so world economy is suffering but we are all in the same boat together if one country's economy is falling behind by so many years other country's economy is also falling behind so we are at par it's all right and let's accept it and the only way to take the economy forward is and society will not change unless and until we change our own selves are pehle apne ghar ki economy ko sudhar lo phir desh ki economy ki baat karna bhai in this pandemic in last 3 months the kind of income revenue that i generated was unimaginable contributing to the national income contributing to the per capita income and the kind of countries i visited without passport and visa in the sense of a webinar virtually unimaginable unthinkable day night day night so economy certainly is suffering is likely it could but one should hit the dragon where it hurts the most china which is getting too big for its boots now we should learn from vietnam on 1st january 1979 what happened the chinese vice premier went to the usa for the first time and told the president of usa jimmy carlton that the third child is getting too big for its boots it's getting very naughty it needs to be spanked hmm? third child is referring to is vietnam so the chinese army started invading vietnam they started attacking and started getting into vietnam territory the border guards of vietnam were guarding the borders the frontiers the border guards saw the chinese army coming invading and moving behind it was a very strategic move they moved behind deliberately and the regular army of vietnam was sitting there 20 kilometers behind the border the trap it was to tempt the army to come in you know see a wild cat a leopard also takes or a tiger also takes a few steps behind huh before it leaps you have to stand there and leap you have to go behind and then leap so it was a very strategic move they lost initial territory yes so what they gained it back and furthermore so when the chinese army ultimately came 20 km inside vietnam and made contact with the vietnam's regular army the regular army of vietnam <laughs> gave chinese army hell to pay and like how and they taught them a lesson they would never forget the rest of the life Right, so that was very enlightening. Thanks a lot for all those facts. So basically, what we need to do is that we need to come together as a united front, and we need to fight this together and hope for the best. Correct. Definitely, sir. Thanks a lot for that, sir. So one last question for the podcast that I'd like to ask you is that: What advice would you give to yourself if you were eighteen years old all over again? If I was eighteen all over again, yeah. Yeah, to I would perhaps, I would perhaps make lesser mistakes than I have. What I have made in life, I would relive my life, and uh, it would. It is a great age, you know. You, ah, uh, you become an adult. You start believing that you are real and an adult, because by then you, by that comes the time when you start shaving every day. I still remember my first shave, and uh, you have able to. But 18 is a great age. It's uh, an age where you perhaps by then you start shaving every day. You feel you are an 
a mature adult you can have a driving license you can vote to the own government choose a fresh career of your choice as to which stream you want to go to in college arts commerce science i would probably study harder work hard i worked very hard yes i worked very hard in school and college but unfortunately not in my studies here that's my only regret i wish i had studied harder because at the end of the day see no one will ask you unit test mein class test mein kaisa kara aapne what matters is where which college did you go through i i went to fugison college i went to a very good college no doubt and one more regret when i was 18 i didn't have a girlfriend yeah when i was 18 i would probably have a girlfriend or come closer other secret on the lighter side perhaps more than one so i would do a lot of crazy thing when i if i would be 18 is all right experiment with life but certainly say no to drugs keep away from abusive substance use the energy in a good positive way i would have a lot of fun basically didlas life would have been so cool definitely and mentally i am 18 yeah i'll be 18 till i die no no doubt about it at all sir so that's it for the podcast thanks a lot for coming on for the show it means a lot to me and everyone i'd link sir's instagram twitter all the handles down below so make sure you check them out he's a great speaker i'll also link his ted talks his josh talks whatever he has given all along the way i'll link all of them down below so make sure you have a look at them and you can always reach me or sir on our you know uh, respective handles and if you enjoyed listening to the podcast then please rate it and just you know drop us a message that you liked it it really means a lot to us thanks a lot everyone take care goodbye and yash i have a youtube channel with my name mohammad ali shah m o h o m m e d a l i s h a h okay and the same on facebook anyone who send me a message or a comment 100 person gets a reply personally by me anyone definitely i'll link all those handles down below i'll link uh, so's instagram facebook twitter and youtube channel i'll link all of them down in the description so make sure you have a look at twitter it guys instagram it is major ali shah definitely so, so i'll link all the handles there not a problem thanks yash thanks thanks sure so thanks a lot everyone once again for being a part of this and it means a lot take care goodbye till next time